Hello and welcome to Need to Know, your weekly baking podcast covering everything from the hottest trends in entertainment and baking to trusted expertise on your favorite pastime. I'm your brand new co-host, Gina Brazau, s'mores obsessed and amateur baker at best. As always, I'm joined by professional chef, cookbook author, and creator of Bigger Boulder Baking, Gemma Stafford. Hello, Gemma. Hi, Gina. How are you? Good. Doing well. I was just telling Gemma that I've been kept up recently by a rat in my apartment. Oh my gosh, you know. But we have a remedy and the situation has been solved. So I've had a few sleepless nights. <laughs> That's just not even like I, I like a mouse. Like I feel like they're common, like in Ireland. Um we lived I, this, sometimes I hear myself talking. <laughs> Me too, and you're just like Whoa. And it just well, it just sounds so um like I, I was I was raised on Little House on the Prairie, but there was a there was a, a sugar beet field next to our house. A what? A sugar beet field. What is that? It's, like beet sugar beets? Yeah. I hate beets. Um they they would when they would farm them farm them, harvest them mm-hmm. in the summertime. Was it the summer? I remember like every year, like the combine harvesters would come in and they would like go through the field and like take all the sugar beets and um, like all day long could take yeah maybe a day or something, maybe even two days. And, uh, but they, when that happened and they'd go through the field, all the mice in the field would run out. So often after Ooh. the harvest, you'd no, get mice no. in your house because no. they had needed somewhere to go. This is my first rat encounter. I mean, it's a bad one. I've had mice like growing up. One time I woke up because cats obviously bring them to you and they're proud of it. They're like bringing you a prize. My cat dropped one right on my face. That was a (laughs) lie. I was in high school. Screamed so loud. It was like two o'clock in the morning. My dad woke up. We had to like, you know, make a mess of my room to find this mouse but um, a rat is just totally new territory for me. I don't know if it's like a very, I'm sure it's because of I'm in this city. I live in the Hollywood area. So it's just par for the course, but it's disturbing. Yeah. I have not been in my kitchen in three days, you guys, because I don't know. It just makes you feel gross. No matter how much I clean, I'm like, I just feel gross. Yeah, you know, I know it's tough. But at least now that they've found captured the hole us. that leads to the outside and we've patched the hole and everything is good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I guess that's not a very appetizing way to start this podcast, but we'll transition to hot from the oven. I have a feeling we're going to have very different viewpoints on this next one, so I am excited. Sprinkles Cupcake just partnered with a wellness brand for, get ready, a functional cupcake. That is what they're calling it. What does that mean? So it's called the Matcha Glow Up Cupcake. It features a delicate matcha cake filled with a coconut collagen cream core and frosted with a yuzu citrus buttercream. First of all, I kind of like the idea of combining some like health and the cupcake. How do you feel about them combining it? Do you think they should like stay in their own little categories? What are your thoughts? You said, what is it called? It's called the Matcha Glow Up by Sprinkles. Um, no, it was, it's green oh, it's with green. a white frosting and it has like a coconut cream filling. It's with, um, here it is. Wait a second. It should be like a, a light green or a matcha green. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it? Yeah, yeah. Um, we've partnered with gold. Is that them? Yes, matcha gold. Glow. Yeah, there yeah. you go. 
Um, like honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Okay, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Oh my, I'm such a, like an old lady, but um, I just like my desserts to be my desserts. Mm-hmm. If I wanted collagen, I could like put that in a smoothie or right, something like right. that. I don't need that in my desserts. So like, if I wanted a cupcake, I would go and get like a big old red velvet cupcake mm-hmm. with cream cheese frosting. Um, I don't need, and but it's just not my lifestyle. Some people, this is right. part of their lifestyle, and they right. don't eat cupcakes. For me, I liked the idea until I found it was matcha. I think that's a decent thing to talk about because matcha, I feel like in the last two years has become so popular. I don't love the flavor. Do you, have you tried it? Do you like it? Um, what exactly is it? I guess it's not. So, um, it's, it's not my favorite. It's quite earthy. Very. Um, so what, where, where does it come from? It's a good question. We should look that up. And um, where does matcha come from? I don't know. I was wondering if it was like a tea. I didn't know. Um, but where does the, where, like, matcha is it a leaf? Root or is, is it, it a root? Yeah, is it yeah. a leaf or a root or a leaf? Um, honestly, I never heard of it before until we started Bigger Boulder Baking and everybody was asking me to do, this is years ago. Really? So is that far? Yeah, like, like oh. I never heard of it. Um, everyone was asking me to do matcha desserts. And I don't, honestly didn't know what it was. And we had, like, there was a large audience I think a lot of them coming from Asia mm-hmm. saying that um, matcha drinks and desserts are like really popular there and should I ma- and I should make them. And I did make a few like drinks. It wouldn't be my cup of tea. I just found it too earthy. I'm with you. I I don't like it either. I just I, for me it's too earthy. It's not sweet enough. Yeah. Um I know people like love ma- to drink matcha every morning, but I've I've tried collagen in my water in the morning. <laughs> I'm never consistent enough. They say it has great benefits, but... I've never tried it. I should try it, especially because um, I'm a little bit older than you. <laughs> and you, uh, you like, collagen, I think, starts... Your collagen starts to decrease after, like, you're, like, 30. Right. Just an FYI. So, um, I, gotta I get would on be... It. Yeah, yeah. So, I like, I would be loading that up in there. If you... So, your favorite cupcake would be... Chocolate, vanilla. No, yeah, chocolate. I feel like it wouldn't be chocolate. I know this by now. I don't even know why I said that. Um, it would be. Oh, so I love like birthday cake. Really? Yeah. Like funfetti birthday cake. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Funfetti cannot be beat. It's great. It's like my favorite. Um, red velvet. Huge fan. Really? I'm trying. To okay. What about frostings? Yeah. Because this one, I honestly don't even know what this would taste like. Yuzu citrus. Buttercream? That does what sound is that good. Flavor? It's lemon. Lemon. Okay. Citrus. Like so that that actually I think would be really good. Okay. Do you like a buttercream frosting? This is a big debate. Frosting types. Well, uh, what other types are there? Well, I just mean like a thick. I feel like a lot of the time some when I go to cu- cupcake shops, they have really thick frosting. And my brother and I would always just like you know, have to take a big chunk of it oh, off yeah. because it's too much. Yeah, it is. When you make your cupcakes, do you frost it with like a big dollop or do you keep it thin? No, I do a dollop. And realistically, you don't normally eat all of that yeah, the, the, frosting. Like, I remember getting them when, when cupcake shops just be, started to become a thing. Right. And it was as much frosting as it was cupcake. And it was just or like- more. Too, it was too much. Way too much. All right. So the functional cupcake, I'm a fan- Gemma's not sure. I would think I would like it better if it wasn't with matcha flavor, just because that's not my favorite. But I have had some of Gold's product. They have like this turmeric powder 
really yummy. It almost tastes like hot chocolate. Um, so I think maybe if it was like that flavor, I'd be more inclined to try it out. I don't know if I yeah. could try this just because of the, the earthiness with the sweetness. Mm-hmm. It seems a little odd to me. Okay. So this next one is about Manoa Baking Company in Costa Mesa. So we're going to talk all about mochi. And I know that you have the Hawaiian butter mochi. Um, you have the ice cream as well, I believe, on Bigger Builder Baking. Mm-hmm. Um, so they launched in early 2020. They offer this mix that you can buy now to make mochi pancakes and a waffle baking mix. Um, so basically draws inspiration from co-founder Christopher Wannabe's Japanese and Hawaiian heritage. Um, and the addition of rice flour delivers the addictively chewy texture of the traditional dessert. So I want to dive into mochi a bit. The first time I had it was probably a few years ago when I was living in Boston. I had the mochi ice creams from Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that your first introduction to it? Yeah. And same again, it sounds like I lived a very sheltered life and I did, I didn't like I, I traveled quite a bit and like, you know, coming from a small island, you definitely are more, you, you, you feel the need to explore more, to get out of the country and to travel. Right. So, but that being said, uh, the first time I had mochi was in the last 10 years, like in the last eight years. Mm-hmm. I remember Kevin and I went for ramen one night in this um, this area that is known for like bao and dim sum and ramen mm-hmm. and stuff and dan dan noodles. And there was a Japanese grocery store there and we went in and we got mochi or, or was it in a restaurant or something? I can't remember. Was it the mix or did you buy like... No, no, we bought the, oh. the ready-made one. Yes, yes. Yeah, like the frozen one. Yeah, that's what I bought. And um, I love it because I love that gummy texture, mm-hmm. but I don't love it. I loved it for like, because you get cold, like frozen creamy ice cream and then you get gummy on the outside and it has like the rice flour on the outside. I I, I do. I'm a huge fan of those, but honestly, I'd never had them until like kind of recently. And what was interesting to me is that this is a pancake and waffle mix. So I wonder, is that, are they going to be chewy? Like you have, because you have your butter mochi cake. Yeah. What's the texture of that? It's very glutinous okay. and and glue and gluey just like the way that the um the mochi is so I can't um, like to me that they, they don't sound like light and fluffy pancakes or waffles no. wouldn't be my cup of tea but it could be quite common in places like Hawaii right and what was interesting to me this article also mentioned that it can be savory or sweet the mochi so I wonder in what capacity that it could be savory yeah for me, I really do enjoy the ice cream a lot. I like the chocolate flavor. <laughs> Obviously, there's like the I've seen green tea. Um, there's coffee. Coffee is a really good one. I think I've had that one. Strawberry. Strawberry is a really good one. And so I really enjoy those. But then when I saw the bigger boulder baking Hawaiian butter mochi cake, I was like, ooh, that sounds that's really good. good. Is you it cut hard? It up. It's not hard. Do you mean it's hard to make? To make, yeah. No, no, it's super easy. You cut it up into little squares because you can't eat like too much like crazy <laughs> amounts of it um but um so Ami who is on our culinary team she was the one who told me about it and then recently she told me that she saw a chocolate mochi cake so I think we're going to try <gasps> that one soon oh I'm there you yeah. already know like I am I'm there for that okay so this next one is sort of a little bit away from baking but 
It's Blake Lively. She just launched a line of non-alcoholic fizzy mixers. Now we know her husband has his gin line. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk a little bit about what your favorite drinks are. Um, if something like this would interest you, a non-alcoholic mixer, and also a little bit about pairing. Like, what is your favorite sort of with a cake or something sweet or a shortbread? What you would recommend for people to sort of pair as alcohol with their favorite treats? You know, I have to admit, and people have asked me this over the years mm -hmm. to like maybe work with an, an alcohol brand and like pair it with a dessert. I don't really do that. Okay. I don't pair my desserts uh, I don't, sorry, excuse me, pair my food with my drink unless like maybe it's, if we're having curry, like if we're having a curry, I'm not, I'm probably going to have like a fruity white wine, Okay. but I'm not going to have like red wine, Right. but that's kind of the extent of it. I am a huge fan of cocktails, like hmm. big, big fan. I just, okay. I love this because I am so unaware of cocktails and all of this, like, yeah. Maybe I've had a co cosmopolitan. Is that what a do you drink? I will just drink wine yeah. <laughs> or like a vodka soda. Yeah, yeah. It's so just no. I think I've had a cosmopolitan once, and it's because I was obsessed with Sex in the City. And uh, I think it was Samantha was always drinking a Cosmo. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I have to try that, which is good because it's sweet. Um, but yeah. Let's like give me some advice. Like, what do you like for your cocktails? Um, you know, so I'm I like I like a little bit of everything over the years so I've gotten like more of a flavor for like these kinds of drinks so like for instance I love margaritas do you like margaritas yes love margaritas and espresso martinis that wouldn't be my thing because that's mixing then dessert mm -hmm. like coffee and alcohol and that's just not <laughs> how I roll so I I'm, I'm like chocolate martinis and things like that no no thank you but, but the margarita but margarita huge huge fan when I was pregnant all I wanted was a margarita oh, no. and then another one but um we so I'm a huge margarita fan I love kind of my what would be kind of like my like my cheesy like nice to myself drink would be making margaritas at home or a big gin and tonic. Hmm. Is this bad to say I've never had a gin and tonic? Oh. Everyone listening is like, what the heck? We should have a gin and tonic. I still have like such day. a college palate when it comes to alcohol, I feel like. But oh my gosh, I would love to have a gin and tonic. So that's your go. -to. We should make next time let's make I'll make you a little gin and tonic. Okay. Because I have this amazing gin. And I just like I've I just know exactly like how much lime to add, how much tonic You've water. Got it down. Yeah, I might give you a little bit less gin than I usually yeah. have, a little bit more tonic water <laughs> and a little bit more ice. I did recently um, when I was traveling, well, I guess pre-pandemic, but dessert wine. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other ball game. And yeah. I think it's too sweet for me. Yeah, it's very sweet. It's very sweet. Do people, I mean, this is me, I don't know any, do people drink that with their dessert yeah. or is that Really? Mm -hmm. That's like a little too much. I it's think. very syrupy. Very syrupy. And yeah, it, I'm not the biggest fan of that at all. No, no, I'm not. I've, you know, I've probably done it not even a handful of times, uh, you know, handfuls, sorry, a handful of times in my life, but uh, not, yeah, not my thing. Like I'd prefer like to have a coffee and a little dessert or something. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I can do like an espresso or something. Yeah. 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 Me too. Okay. So before we move on to our Ask Gemma, I know last week we talked about our favorite cookies. I wanted to do just a little 
fall, winter sort of baking favorites with you. Mm-hmm. So what it, we know that you talked about the chocolate crinkle. We both love those. What is your favorite pie for Thanksgiving and then like the new year? I love to pie get your Pie for the new year or yeah, dessert love, for new year? Let's do pie first. Okay. Um, so, my, so I love pecan pie. Okay. Which is too. pretty traditional. I love pecan pie. Um, we just made this pie here as part of like our shoot for the holidays and it was cranberry and blueberries. Huh. Yeah. I would never think to mix those two. So it's bizarre because Ami said to me, I make this pie every year and it's cranberry and blueberry and it's like delicious. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And she was yeah, like, I'm going to make like, it. Oh, I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about this because I like, so I'm a, I am a fan of cranberries. I love cranberry right. sauce. I, I make, like every year I make this cranberry sangria, which is just like, <gasps> everyone is such a big Yum. fan of. It's so delicious. Um, I make this like incredible like cranberry pound cake, but cranberries are very bitter and they have to be mixed with totally. sugar. And so like the pie does have like sugar in it and everything, but it just didn't, I was just like, it just didn't make sense to me. I couldn't picture those two together, the cranberries and the blueberries, but we, she made it here the other day and we had it and it was really good. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. So that is her, my favorite pie. My mom used to make this. It was basically just like a chocolate chip cookie pie. Yeah, yeah. That is so decadent. Like it is, I could eat that every day for breakfast. I used to eat it for breakfast. Wait a second. So is that literally just cookie dough baked in a pie pan? Um, I think essentially. I don't know exactly how she did it. Um, it was delicious though. It was, yeah, it was essentially like when you cut into the pie, it was just a giant cookie and it was thick. Um, another one, Fruits of the Forest, What's which that? is, um, they, my aunt and uncle got it from a bakery up in New Hampshire and it had a Fruits of the Forest pie and it was just like loads of different fruits all made into the pie. For me, my favorite dessert other than a pie would be whoopie pies, which I guess is pie adjacent. Well, that's, that's a Boston thing. Or, is it? Uh, no, it's, it's a, um, a Northeast thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. My grandmother makes the best whoopie pies That's from where they scratch. came from. I had no idea. We just made whoopie pies that are going to be coming out this fall, which is fall now. Yeah. Um, and they're pumpkin whoopie pies. Wait, yeah. like the, the actual cake or yeah. the filling? What is the filling normal cream? No, no, no. It's the filling is cream cheese, I think. Yep. And then the, the cake is pumpkin. Hmm. Do you like whoopie pies? Yeah. Delicious. When I was in Maine, um, I had a whoopie pie. And it was like a chocolate whoopie pie. It was delicious. So good. Okay, so for you, other than a pie, and we want of our cookies, what's your other favorite dessert? For the, like you were said for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh, sorry, for, for New Year's? Yeah, we could do New Year's, Thanksgiving, the holiday time. Oh, what's my other favorite dessert? I'm not, I'm not going to say meringue because that's what I always say. I feel like everyone always has like their own little unique one that they I'll tell here. you what I love. Actually, no. Oh my gosh. What is it? What okay, is it? Okay, so no. Okay, I'm going to... We have to take a step back. Okay. I do have a favorite pie. What is it? Um, so we have this cookie pie on the website and it's, it's called cookie pie. It's a pie crust. It has this like gooey filling mm-hmm. that is um, like the inside of a cookie, like a gooey, softly baked cookie. I'm salivating over here. <laughs> and then it has a layer of chocolate because it's a chocolate chip cookie pie. Um, 
and I made it and it, we, we made it on YouTube and like put it on the website. I was like, yeah, like it's a nice pie and everything. It just didn't really do it for me. So I, really? but I always liked the filling. Mm-hmm. I never, the chocolate just didn't do it for me. So I, I, um, a few, like maybe a year or so after doing that, I said to myself, I'm going to make that pie again because it was really good, but I'm going to put a layer of jam this is the kind of person no. I am. No, what? honest to Jam God. Honest Jam to God. on a cookie? No, no, what no. What no. flavor? Wait a sec. So you have crust, okay? Yes. Then you have raspberry jam. It's not like it's grape jam or something weird. <laughs> and then you put this like gooey butterscotchy batter on top and then you bake it. And I then can't you get, get behind this. No, it's so good. Really? So good. But what is it? Is it very cooked jam? Like what? No, jam stays soft. Okay. I don't know about that one. Trust me. Okay, I will trust you and I will say I like it until I've tried it and then I'll decide. I don't know though. Jam and cookies just like a tro- is it chocolate chip cookie or cookie? It's no, there's no chocolate's gone. Chocolate's gone. I, okay, I took all that out. Of it's gone. Yeah. So it's just the jam and like a butterscotch. Okay, maybe. I was envisioning like a chocolate chip cookie because that's the pie that I've had. All right, maybe I can like that. The only other one I kept thinking of was um, Pizzella's. Pitzels. Pitzels. My grandmother has a Pitzel maker. And so we mm-hmm. used to like pan press them and the, it was so much fun. Yeah. We did that this year for Christmas also. So that's going to be coming out. Oh, look at uh, it. We're Pizzelles. on such synergy. Look at us. Pizzels. And I'm trying to think of the other one. It was such a weird name. Um, but you, it's like a Pizzel, but you roll it and you put cream in the middle. Oh, oh, um, um, they're not logs, but it's like this crazy name. And it's kind of like a spiral in the middle. Uh, well, it's the same cookie. So it's you, you have the same press. It's the same cookie. And you roll it up it's on a... a no, 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 no. <laughs> um, same idea. Similar idea. Okay. my We made the chocolate ones, Pitzels. Those are my favorite mm-hmm. all time. And then is it an almond flavor or like plain it vanilla? plain. Okay. Yeah. yeah, vanilla or plain and then chocolate. Chocolate's my favorite. Okay, so enough of that. You guys are probably all hungry. I know I am. Um, we are going to move on to Ask Gemma. Coffee Break asks, how and in which recipes can I add glucose syrup to? Glucose syrup. Why do you want to add glucose syrup? Because that just makes it really sweet. Is glucose, glucose syrup, it's that clear. So why? why? What how you- and in which recipes can you add it? Um, oh, okay. Maybe, uh, they mean like, sometimes you can use glucose syrup in marshmallow making when you can't find corn syrup. How messy so is ta- making marshmallows, by the way? It's pretty messy. Yeah. Um, you can use it generally in replace, in placement of corn syrup. Okay. Yeah. Um. What's the difference? Is that They're a very dumb similar. question? No, okay. I think, I, to be honest, no, um, maybe, I, do you know what? It could be something to do with like the ingredients of like what they're made up of. Mm-hmm. Glucose syrup is more European and corn syrup is a more American, American. North America. Um, but. Marshmallows? Um, marshmallows, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fondant. Fondant. Quick sidebar. My brother studied abroad once in Spain. And so when he came home, I was like, oh, I'm going to make him this. Uh, cake shaped as Spain, the country. <laughs> so I made it and I got store-bought fondant, which I don't know if I'll ever do again. I don't know how old it was. I bought it at a craft store, which was... Bro- a craft <laughs> store? Gemma is like 
mortified at me. Yeah, I bought it at like a full-on craft store, not a baking store. Um, Should have been red flag number one. I tried to roll it over. It looked okay. It was pretty cute. It tasted horrible. Like it was just hard. Is it supposed to be gummy? No, not really. Well, no, that's not true. Um, It can be. Yeah, it can be. I feel like it just makes any cake look put together. Mm. That's my perspective on it. Yeah. Anyways, that was my little fondant sidebar story. I have to say, so only until recently, the only reason I like fondant is because one of my favorite cakes, a Swedish princess cake, has fondant on it. I've never heard of that cake. It's like this really moist cake with like, so here I go again with the jam. There's a layer of jam. Emma loves jam. I do love jam. There's also a layer of, it's not marzipan. There's an almondy layer in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this really lovely, like, very light frosting, like a buttercream frosting or something. And then the whole cake is covered in this, like, green fondant. Mm. Um, it's a very detailed cake. Is the fondant flavored or is it just green? I don't know the answer to that. Okay. Because the almond, the cake tastes very almondy and jammy. Got and, it. Like, there's so many flavors going on. There's um there's a place in Santa Monica that we lived only a few blocks from called Sweet Lady Jane's. Do you know, oh, yes, one near yes, you yes, in yes. West Hollywood? And um I'll have to stop by to get this. Yeah, it's so good. Wow. Okay. Our next one, which I am actually also wondering the same thing. What makes a no-bake cookie crust no bake? And how is it different from a baked cookie crust? This is from Sophia Compori. I never bake my cookie crusts. So um, how is it different? Some people bake theirs and some people don't. Sometimes it's just a little bit more structured. Like often, yeah, I guess what would be the benefit of baking it and not baking it? They, maybe they put in a little bit less butter and then they bake it to solidify it. Whereas sometimes like I put a little bit more butter into my pie crust and then I don't bake it. I just put it in the fridge. Interesting. Yeah. It's, um, do you recommend the no bake? Do you like, is it the flavoring that's I better? Don't, the- it's not a flavor thing or a texture thing. It's just, to me, it's an unnecessary step to bake it. Got it. It doesn't make why any sense to me. Why create more work if it you don't have to? It doesn't make any sense to me, especially because if you're making a no-bake pie, why are you turning on your oven to put yeah. pre-made cookies into the oven for 10 minutes? That makes sense. Okay. All right. So this is a grain of salt where I'm going to ask Gemma about baking myths and facts. Gemma sets the record straight and tells us which tips are actually worth a grain of salt. Number one. German chocolate cake is actually from the U.S. Huh. Um, no, I, I looked into that. I love German chocolate cake. Is, I, mm, so here's the thing. I know it only because I'm, I'm moving to the United States. So is it a German cake? I actually don't know. Do I think it is? No, I don't. I think it's an American cake, actually, okay. now that I'm mentioning it. Do you know the answer to that? I do not. I'll have to find out. We can put it up on our Instagram for you guys. Yeah. German chocolate cake. Okay, this next one is cracking me up. Fruit cake can be edible for years. Yeah. My family loves a good fruit cake. My uncle, I don't know if this is what happened, but he came with a fruit cake that I believe was like pretty old you know we'd had it for a while um but he always brings fruit cakes to our holiday celebrations i do not like them i'm just not into it um you know so i'll tell you i i i feel like so in in ireland we love fruit cake do you keep how long is like do you keep it for a long time you can keep it for like a year 
Ugh. It's like the yeast that we've talked about earlier. You can yeah. keep your yeast going, feeding the yeast. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it. So there's a few different things. Like in Ireland, we do a lot of fruit cake, so we do it really well. I have to say, I haven't had great fruit cake. Like when I see it in stores, it's this tiny little fruit cake. It's oh, very it's like heavy, yeah, very yeah, heavy, thick. and it is uh, really expensive because fruit is so expensive. Mm-hmm. So like um, I make my own. I just made mine the other day. Usually you make your fruit cakes in October and um, you can make oh, them further you save out. them? Yeah, yeah, then you save no them. No way. So you, um, so you make them mm, September, October. And is it better if you wait? Does it you, you, Yeah, better? the texture is better and the flavor is better. And what you do is, so you make it, then when it comes out of the oven, you douse it in a glass of like brandy. Mm-hmm. Then you wrap it up, you let it go cold, you wrap it up. And then in around two weeks time, you feed it again. Another, it's called oh feeding your Christmas cake. You guys. Yeah. What? Then you give it another glass of brandy and you do this every kind of two weeks. Do you keep it in the fridge? No. What? I, does it not get moldy? No, it doesn't because it's all, it's alcohol and sugar. Right. Oh my gosh. Well, I'll have to let my family know because they literally, I swear they're the only people I know who are obsessed with. See that bowl cake. behind your head? There's fruitcake yes. in that bowl. But grab that bowl. I was wondering what this was. Because I was showing Zach today. Oh my God, it is, you Go guys. On. Can you try a little bit? Or is it because you can't? Well, I guess gluten. But because there's gluten in it. I am, even if I could eat gluten, this. Well, smell it. It's very boozy. Yeah, that does smell very boozy. Yeah. That's what our, that's I what my Christmas think, okay, smells like, like in Ireland. Like, it, it looks just interesting you can you, know? t- you can t- like it's not that it's not as heavy as you would think you no, can touch this it. is a lot lighter than the ones i've seen yeah like in america i feel one. like it's really heavy my uncle makes his i believe um wow okay so we have another fruitcake lover i guess it's an irish thing um if, uh, british okay. uh irish yeah yeah okay all right well good to know you guys fruitcake is coming to bigger roller baking this is our last one so you should use cold butter to prepare a baking sheet. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, if it's melted, your, your page is not going to stick. Yeah. What about um, Pam Spray asking for a friend? Gina. <laughs> is that a no? Gina. Gemma, I literally use Pam for everything. Gina. Is butter really what you're supposed <laughs> Is that is it bad? Is it like really bad? It's, it's my cookie sheet is done. It's completely toasted. Like imagine what's that doing? That's doing to your insides. It's like bad. it's chem, it's chemicals in a can. Why don't you just use use a, a get a bit of butter and get a butter wrapper and just rub it on your tray? And you also bake a lot. Yeah, I bake. That's all the time. going I into your lungs. Like I would just say, like no, no, you no, no. What? I'm going grocery shopping after this, and I'm out of Pam. I will not be. I swear, I'm not going to buy more. Like, just think about the smell of that spray. What about like the avocado oil sprays they have? I have never some, used those. I, I don't have that. experience with those. No, you said Pam. No, I use Pam usually always, but I've tried the oh. avocado. But yeah, Pam is like, it's my go-to. Do, I kitchen. would say just, no, honestly, just get a bit of butter. Just okay. do yourself a favor. And so it, it, it doesn't need to be cold. It can be room temperature. Um, yeah, room temperature, just not melted. Because if it's melted, then your page, is, your, page your uh, parchment isn't going to stick to it. What about Crisco? I used that a bunch growing up. Gina. This bad. Like, seriously, we would always have Crisco, like the big tub of it. And we would have a paper towel that we'd keep in there. And we would use that to grease our pans. Is it, is it gross? 
What even is Crisco? I actually don't even know. So Crisco is Lars. It's oil. It's whipped oil. As far as I know. It's a more sophisticated I could be, spam. I could be Pam. wrong. But um, it's, yeah, it's whipped. And you never use it. Oil. Oh, absolutely. No, I don't. I personally, I don't. I do know. It's something that I never used growing up. I do know that lots of people put it in their pie crust. It makes mm-hmm. it really flaky. I know lots of people use it because it's cheaper to butter. Personally, it wouldn't be my go-to. And if you're looking for better flavor, I would say stick with real butter. Okay. And so ditch the pan. I'm not getting Cisco or Crisco, Crisco. And I'm not getting Pam. I'm going to do the butter, you guys. That is all we have for you this week. Um, As always, if you have any questions or comments, leave them on the Need to Know Instagram. You can find Gemma at... Gemma underscore Stafford at Instagram or on Instagram and Bigger Boulder Baking everywhere else. Yes. And you can find me at Gina Brzao on Instagram. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you, Gina.